Always beating and doozing, never cheesing or choosing. 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 I'm stuck. Beating, doozing, never cheesing or choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheesing or choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheesing or choosing. Always beating, doozing, never cheesing. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Stick. It is a Homestar Runner podcast that uh, everyone loves to listen to as their favorite Homestar Runner podcast in the whole world. Uh, my name is David, um, and I am joined by a very special guest today. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Hi, uh, I'm Brand, and I love Homestar Runner. Uh, although I'll admit I've been kind of a lapsed fan, but I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of people were really, really, really into Homestar Runner for a long time, and then when they kind of stopped updating for those, you know, four or five years, yeah, a lot of people kind of fell off and kind of stopped checking at that point. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like for me, like how I got into Homestar Runner. Um, funnily enough, I was, I think I was in eighth grade or it was the summer between eighth grade and my freshman year of high school. And this was, uh, maybe 2003, 2004, it's a little while ago. Um, but my sister introduced me to Homestar Runner and she found out, uh, we were really in, <laughs> into going to this like, uh, youth group, uh, uh, at this church that we went to a lot. And so a lot of people were like really into that. And it kind of seems to make sense in in some ways that that uh, uh, Christian teens would be really into Homestar Runner. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of how I got into it. And then I was into it for yeah, pretty much up until the point where they kind of stopped uh, posting stuff on on the website. Yeah, I, I, to to kind of piggyback off your comments uh, about Christian teens, uh, I mentioned <laughs> before that um, uh, on this podcast that I went a couple of summers to a Christian summer camp for, mm -hmm. you know, tweens and teens. And, uh, and I did in fact use the, uh, like internet cafe computers at the, uh, the college that we were staying in for that summer camp, uh, to watch Homestar Runner. I love uh, that. I think, I, I think the experimental film, uh, video came out while I was on one of those trips. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but but yeah, I think like the humor is just at that right point where um, like Christians don't feel too bad about watching it, even mm -hmm. if they're like super devout, because it's it's not really like any anything more than playfully edgy at any given time. Yeah, yeah it's definitely there's no like vul there's nothing vulgar about it, and they don't really take it in like a like a pee pee poo poo kind of way. You know what I mean? Um, also, yeah, there's there's the poop smith, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the closest that they get to that, and that's really he cleans about it. it all up. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, this episode we wanted to do a kind of deep dive on Trogdor specifically. Yeah, Trogdor, the Burninator. Um, speaking of which, uh, I just want to say at the top, uh, Matt uh, Ribeiro made a reference to the S's for sucks. Uh, dragon uh, video that came out in 08. I'll touch on that a little bit more. Um, <laughs> and he talked about how the internet ruined Trogdor. And 
I hadn't seen that video for years, so that reference totally flew over my head. So I just want to say I'm sorry I didn't get the reference. Uh, I was really I was catching up and brushing up on stuff today. So once I saw that, I was like, oh, that's what he was talking about. So, <laughs> so Matt, I'm yeah. sorry. That that video did kind of like it, it, even back in 2008. I, I feel like we were already seeing the start of the internet running a joke into the ground. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's the thing, too, is, like, at that point, like, Trogdor had been, yeah, um, around for, like, five, six years. So, yeah, um, it's Homestar started- Runner predated social media. So, like, so- social media started being a thing that people used, you know, as they were already fans of Homestar Runner. Mm-hmm. And so you started getting, you know, Trogdor memes all over the place. Uh, as soon as you opened the Facebook the first time, you would <laughs> you would see all the people at your college sharing the trog memes. Yeah, yeah, they had the special like trogdor groups. Did they? Did Facebook even have groups back then in in oh five? I don't know. 06? I'd have to I'd have to ask uh, my friend, my other friend Matt, uh, not the not Matt Ribeiro, but um, I have a, another friend Matt who. Um, went to college uh, when he was like in his early teens because he just skipped high school basically, mm-hmm. and so he he uh, was at, he was there like at the very start of the Facebook when it first started going to to uh, to college campuses, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I'd have to get in touch with him to ask about uh, <laughs> how much functionality was actually there at that yeah, point. But you know they are up there posting Trogdor up on on the Facebook. They had to have been yeah. Um, yeah. so Trogdor, uh, comes from the, uh, strong bad email, uh, called, I want to say it's, uh, dragon. I want to yeah, say it was, uh, released on January, uh, 13th, 2003, uh, in 2003, in January 13th, I was in seventh grade and I didn't know about Homestar running yet. It, it wouldn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get to this until almost a year later around 2004 i think was when when i was really starting to dig into it but yeah um basic breakdown of the email is uh strong bad gets a message uh it says and i quote hey strong bad uh can you draw a dragon i want to see your skills of an artist well g2g kaiser uh from ca and then um Strong Bad uh, first draws a a dragon, but it, it, it turns out to be the S is for sucks dragon. And so he <laughs> scraps that and then he draws uh, Trogdor with uh, the consummate V's and the muscly arm on the back. And uh, then it kind of goes from there. He asks uh, several people uh, how their drawings go- is going. Uh, Coach Z shows up and Strong Bad yells at him for... Uh, not doing consummate V's and uh Homestar yeah, Coach Z's version Coach Z's version uh is later referred to in the Trog Day cartoon as Worm Dingler. Because <laughs> it looks basically just like a worm with uh, yeah. like a really big mouth. I also really like that when, when Strongbad is drawing uh Trogdor and he call, he's drawing the wings and he calls him a a, a wingling dragon. Uh <laughs> I love that. Um Homesar shows up um as just kind of a little easter egg and i i love that 
he i think he's just saying i think he says i'm just doing my job or something like that uh just i'm trying to remember i think he he wrote the words taster's choice (laughs) on a piece of paper in front of him yeah (laughs) and and strong bad says get out of my house and he says i do what i'm told oh that's what it was it's i'm i do what i'm told (laughs) that's um and then uh Strong uh, Mad is just <laughs> carving the word. Uh, it's not dragon. It's dar. I think it's Dargan. Uh, he's he's, yeah. he's just carving the word, and he's like, Strong Bad's just like, you just keep doing your thing, buddy. And then uh, <laughs> Strong Sad uh, has this really immaculate, incredible <laughs> drawing of a of an actual dragon that just looks fantastic. And yeah, he's he's the goth kid who's been drawing his whole life. <laughs> and then. Um, Strong Bad says, um, he says, I'll improve on your methods. And then he throws a lighter at the drawing and it, and it burns the drawing up. And uh, then it cuts to the uh, Trogdor song, um, which yes. I was reading up on the, the trivia a little bit about that song. Originally, the, uh, apparently they weren't going to include um, a song. Uh, at first, but I think what happened was is they, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. They, one of the brothers was like singing it like over breakfast while making eggs, and they just felt <laughs> like they had to uh, include it within that short. And that's the genesis of Trogdor, essentially. They they were just thinking about it, and eventually, just one of them started singing uh, a song randomly, and it <laughs> turned into part of the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, is crazy. And then my understanding, uh, is they don't really make too many references for a while, um, for Trogdor. Like they, I know they, they come up with the game, um, and then they, uh, Trog Day three years later, um, this is in 06, um, is when that. 08. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, 06. You're, the o- you're right. 06. Yeah. yeah. So it was 06 the was the one. was the first one. Um yeah. and so it's basically just a uh, a huge montage of just like people's artwork, people in Trogdor costumes um with the oh, yeah. um Trogdor song. It's been updated. I think this is the version that ended up in Guitar Hero uh, 2. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's also the one from the Strong Bad Sings CD. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. And then so, and the reason that that song even made it into uh, uh, Guitar Hero 2 was uh, the uh, one of the he- uh, head people at Harmonix was such a huge fan of Homestar Runner that he like had to get that song into... Uh, into guitar hero so it's right it's, um that it's basically just a huge montage of like people in costumes and stuff like that uh really cool like um video because you can kind of really see the impact that that trogdor like had on on uh on on people um yeah i know for sure that people in my high school were like uh, i went to catholic school so we wore uniforms but like on non-uniform days there'd be at least three or four people with mm-hmm. you know a trogdor shirt or a strong bad shirt nice uh, that's the thing is people when i when i was in high school like they didn't like there nobody was wearing shirts but people were definitely like screaming trogdor like in the hallways 
Um, not. I know you mean nobody was wearing Trogdor shirts, but I'm just imagining <laughs> nobody wearing shirts to high school <laughs> at all. Yeah, it's just it's a it's very a no- chill high school. <laughs> God, I wish. Whatever, man. It's <laughs> time to dude. learn some social studies. <laughs> um, and I forgot to actually mention. Uh, prior to this, though, they they came out with, and this was around the time that I had gotten uh, into Homestar. So this this was actually really exciting for me. Um, so back in 2004, uh, I think they, they came out with a preview. I think it was like June or July. I'm not entirely sure when the the trailer came out, but it was for a, uh, a game, uh, called Peasant's Quest, um, where you, um, play as, uh, a peasant named Rather Dashing. Um, the game itself, uh is sort of like a huge like send up to games like uh King's Quest and Leisure Suit Leisure Leisure Suit Larry. Um yeah, the uh the the graphical text adventure <laughs> Sierra type game. Yeah. Um and where they like in some ways they're they're not making fun of it but like they are poking a little bit of fun. Um oh, yeah. which is which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like those games those games were always like I feel like even at the time, people were getting so confused by, like, what words they could and couldn't use mm-hmm. to, yeah. to enter commands. I watched, and that's that's crazy, like, so my initial, like, uh, playthrough of that game, I know it took me at least a few hours to complete because it, I, there was, like, it was, like, trial and error trying to type in commands and figure out what it is that uh, you need to do. Uh, I watched a playthrough of it. Uh, today and this guy just like ran through it in uh 20 20 minutes and so i was like yeah. well shit i uh, that, oh, that's we, uh that's how curse, much actual can we curse on this podcast there, yeah can we curse on yeah this you podcast? can okay all right cool um so yeah i was like oh shit i can't believe like this dude just zoomed right through it and it took me several hours but i i had fun um definitely playing it um uh before I kind of get any further, uh, like what what's been sort of your experience with with Trogdor, um, and just like how you sort of interacted with with that specific, uh, I guess character, like within Homestar Runner. I feel like um, like Trogdor always was more of kind of a, a side a, a side obsession. Uh, like it was mm-hmm. never really the the main thing that I was like super into about Homestar Runner. Like yeah. I was I was even when I started. Uh, watching the the show, uh, I I didn't even watch Strong Bad Emails for a little bit because I just wanted to watch all of the tunes first, mm-hmm. um, and I just got very interested in you know these characters and how they interact with each other, and you know the emails are really where the lore is, mm-hmm. uh, but um, like the the tunes were what I was the most uh, familiar with from being. Uh, online for the amount of time that I had been in. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you, you're not supposed to be able to, you know, interact with a website or uh, you're not supposed to be able to, like, get uh, your your emails answered, you know, on a website in the form of a cartoon. That's mm-hmm. just not something that happens. You're just supposed to go there and watch the show and be happy with your life. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I did for the first couple of months. And then when I dug into the the emails i was like okay whoa there's like way more here than i thought there was yeah especially like within the emails i think once i i i dove in i definitely watched them all up to the point that they like i got current 
And definitely, yeah. like, yeah, you, you, you're you right. There's a lot of, like, world building that they do kind of within those uh, those strong bad emails. You kind of get a little bit more um, stuff. Uh, yeah. Same- I did very much, uh, like, buy the CD as soon as I uh, had the ability to do so. I think at that point I got my dad to buy it for me because I didn't have a credit card at that time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I didn't quite – I kind of missed the boat too on getting a lot of merchandise because I wasn't quite of the age to be buying things online yet. Um, yeah. When I was watching Homestar Runner, like at kind of my peak obsession. Um, and so like I missed out on a lot of that stuff. But that's – I mean fine. And kind of – you brought up a really excellent point of like websites like there weren't just really any websites where you could really interact with it was more just like you'd watch the the cartoon and be happy with what i really like about homestar runner uh i know i'm going on a bit of a tangent here but what i really <laughs> like about homestar runner just even as a website is there was a lot of like really cool like easter eggs and like things that you could click and just really awesome like interactions and stuff i mean that stuff's all still there but like to me like that that stuff was really novel back back in the day back in the uh the early aughts i i really dug that stuff and the fact that they took such time to like put that stuff in there and like if you went digging around you you saw these really cool easter eggs and stuff that's cool it felt kind of like you were playing a game while you were watching the cartoons like like you were discovering something yeah like play like playing mist <laughs> yeah exactly like you spend you spend enough time with it and you suddenly solve the puzzle <laughs> of why coach z is like that yeah uh, <laughs> i don't think we'll ever do that but no just an example no that's good um but kind of kind of back to trogdor a little bit so basically with 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 peasants quest i just want the whole point is uh you play as this a uh, guy rather dashing, and uh, you come home from vacation to find out that Trogdor has burned down your cottage, and uh, ultimately you uh, basically you be a guard is guarding uh, the area where you're supposed to try to cl- get access to Trogdor, and he says you don't look like a peasant, you certainly don't smell like a peasant, and you're not on fire like a peasant, so you have to do all these tasks to kind of get smelly and get a robe and put yourself on fire. <laughs> um, and um, basically you end up huge spoiler for the game. I mean, again, you, you could beat it in 20 minutes if you know what you're doing. Um, so the huge spoiler is you get all this stuff. You get like a sword and a shield and a helmet. You throw your, your sword at Trogdor. Uh, he wakes up and he talks about like, Hey, I actually can't die. Um, but he's like, <laughs> in so many words, he's like, basically, I really appreciate you, uh, coming, uh, all this way. Like you've, no one's ever gotten this far. And just the fact that like you did it, like I, I'm, I'm happy to burninate you. I hope they build a statue of you somewhere. And then, so then Trogdor kills you and the game ends. And then it, uh, kind of <laughs> shows this, <laughs> very funny statue next to your burned down cottage and that's how the game ends um the the ending uh is the same kind of like weirdly anticlimactic as um some of the some of the old sierra games mm-hmm. um like uh there's at least one space quest game for example where you end up uh traveling to the 
the 80s and going to the headquarters of Sierra to meet Ken and Roberta Williams, who were the owners of the company. That's wild. Um, <laughs> so, and yeah, and that does definitely seems pretty anticlimactic to like, especially a game that's called Space Quest. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's how it ends. I, I mean, I love that, but that's still very, very silly. And I think that's the kind of spirit. Yeah, that... like it's it's a comedic game throughout, <laughs> but it's really just kind of a, a weird thing that, that happens at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so the only other thing I want to say about Peasant's Quest, which I find really, really hilarious, is in 2005, they came out with a movie trailer. Uh, <laughs> yes. And with, um, with Matt Chapman as most of the people in it. Yes. And it is incredible. It is so <laughs> I had forgotten like that this even existed. Um, yeah. And I so, remember uh, going to watch it and being greeted with the like different file sizes, <laughs> uh, depending on like how fast your connection was. Yeah. And, like the big the biggest one was like nine megabytes. Whoa, that's going to take forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I remember seeing it once I saw it, uh, it kind of really flooded back to the first time that I saw it in 2005 and I, I lost it. I thought it was so funny just how it <laughs> shot, um, the, yeah. like how it's just, it's, it's Matt Chapman, like, like you said, doing most of the characters. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's, it's funny. I just, it kind of just plays up the like the the brothers chap like their their sense of humor and stuff and i you know if you haven't seen this trailer i i highly recommend it it's it's silly and goofy uh and it's they really uh they they really went they really went for it as far as mm-hmm. like putting in the obscure references into live action like yeah. they they even uh at one point have a shot of jonka with the club jumping up and down yeah and also they have uh i just love that they <laughs> They have the part where he's holding the baby and he says, throw baby. <laughs> because like that's as, what... as any real person would do before they do an action. <laughs> yes. And so like just it's just stuff like that that makes it so, so funny. Um, and, and do you remember it... what uh, what happens when you uh, when you throw the baby down the uh, the wishing well in the game? Yeah. Um, so uh, the baby comes back up with a, a meatball sub uh <laughs> which you which is something like that you actually can use um yeah. because when you're on your way up the mountain to meet Trogdor there's like these three keepers uh of Trogdor and they're like you can either answer this question um or one of them's like oh man but I'm really thirsty like is maybe maybe you can help me out and you give them a soda that you get from throwing the baby in the lake um, and then yeah. another one's really hungry, uh, and that's you give him the meatball sub. But the only way you got that meatball sub was throwing the baby uh, down a well. <laughs> down a well. <laughs> and then same with like one of them's like, oh, I have back problems, and you get these pills from it from an inn. It's the but that's the only way that um, you can kind of get past that uh, guy too. But yeah, it's just like really ridiculous stuff like that um, that makes it very very charming and. Um, I, I recommend, I think it's a very fun experience. Like, um, especially I would maybe did peasants quest come out before or after, uh, 
Strong Bad's the first episode of Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People. I think it came out after because it came out in August 2004, and yeah. I I want to say it came after. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I could be wrong, and if I am, I apologize. Um, but- yeah, because I know that that was a a, a WiiWare game, and we didn't come out till the end of oh 06. no, then yeah, it definitely came out before then. Yeah, that totally came maybe, out. Maybe before. they uh. <laughs> they got contacted by Nintendo, and Nintendo was like, "Hey, we played Peasants Quest. You want to make like a real video game for real gamers? We got just the system for you. We, it's for real yeah. gamers. It is. Um, it's got bowling, and it's got links crossbow training. It has. Um, it's got Elibits, Elibits, and Wii Sports Resort." Um, yeah, Wii Sports Resort rules. You can fight someone with a sword. Yeah, no, that game actually is incredible. <laughs> um, so then the next sort of Trogdor thing that happened was in um, 08. It was around the anniversary of the email. Uh, but this one was, uh, I made reference to it early. It's the, uh, the S is for Sucks Dragon, and it's Strong Bad basically going through the alphabet uh, and then basically just talking about this dragon uh, and then he makes mention of the fact that the internet ruined uh, Trogdor. Um, let me see what else does. He, let's see. Let's see. I'm, yeah, he says. Uh, he says you internet types ruined Trogdor just like you did zombies, pirates, ninjas, and Strogbad. And then he says, "Er, wait, no." <laughs> and then he says, "Yeah." Uh, so <laughs> I just like that. He he also makes reference to himself like he, like it's the internet's fault that he's ruined. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. Um, and I like, I like also towards the end of that, that sketch, um, there is a, um, apparently Trogdor's snout. It says Trogdor's snout appears behind the blinds outside the window and Trogdor roars. And then Strongbad says, ah, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Right away, sir. And then because he makes mention, he's like, <laughs> hey, before that, he's like, oh, I'm so glad that I don't, I'd much rather sing this ABC song than sing like a, a metal song ab- about Trogdor. But then there's a, a metal song, uh, like a speed metal song that's, that's talking about how the, the S is for sucks dragon. And it's this very detailed drawing of that dragon. I don't know. Just a really good way. Yeah. To... Kind of like, kind of like the original uh, Trogdor video. <laughs> yeah. Very, very good way to kind of end in that video. Um, and then there's another cartoon between those, uh, which doesn't really have Trogdor in it, but um, is TrogdorCon 97. 97, yeah, that came out. Which came out in 2005. Yep, September 5th, uh, 2005. Um, yeah, like you said, it doesn't really mention Trogdor, other than the fact that it's TrogdorCon. Um, yeah, it's just Strong Bad <laughs> and the Cheat having gone to this convention and setting up a booth where they are giving away gamer tags. <laughs> <laughs> and commenting on everyone's bad costume choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, like, they just, yeah, it's just them making fun of, like, quote-unquote nerds and just having, right. like, doing, like, strong bad and, and cheat stuff. Um, strong said says he's going to go buy some anime! <laughs> which strong bad responds to with, it's called Japanimation, or at least it was back in 1987. <laughs> See, Which is true. Yeah. I just like even when I even when I was little, I feel like I didn't learn the word anime until I was maybe ten. Oh yeah, no, I had no I think back 
in, especially even in in the in the nineties, like on Toonami and stuff, like they would they would call it Japanimation. Like I don't think that anime was really a word that was uttered until, like you said, maybe we were like nine or ten. Um, yeah, roughly around that time. Um, when we started actually listening to the creators of the content that we were uh, consuming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, we got Dragon Ball Z. It's come from Japan. It's Japanimation. <laughs> What's crazy is like Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Like, so when when it finally came to America, like it had long been out. Like it came out in the late, like, oh, yeah. late eighties, early nineties, and just yeah. like I don't know that that when I when I found that out, I it kind of it tripped me up. That's for sure. <laughs> um, it's like, no, this this is a nineties thing. Yeah, I'm the first person to get into this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, this is this is my thing. I got into it first, not Japan. No, no, <laughs> not at all. That's not. Um, so apparently, so also in within Strong Bad's uh, cool game for uh, attractive people, um, there's a game called Eight Bit Is Enough, and apparently, so in it, it's uh, Trogdor. There's an, a Trogdor arcade machine. It breaks. And Trogdor is released into Free Country USA and promptly burninates Strong Badia. Uh, so, driven for revenge, much like rather dashing in Peasant's Quest, uh, Strong Bad sets out to kill Trogdor. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, and then, like, I guess he's met, he he shows up within that game. Um, but then, after uh, the SS for Sucks Dragon, like, there isn't really. Any sort of mention of, of Trogdor or Peasant's Quest or any anything like that, you know, around 2010, the site goes on hiatus, and then they come back. It just made it just made my college career that much more difficult. <laughs> yeah, having to live without Homestar Runner. Yeah, um, and then yeah, because that's the thing too. Yeah, I was in college around that time as well, and you know, I, I was really missing it. I think I was feeling really nostalgic for Homestar running around that time too, because I hadn't been watching it that much. And then I, I yeah, would go and like check. It was, it was with me the entire way through high school. And then mm-hmm. suddenly it just wasn't there anymore. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, but eventually they, they did come back. And the latest thing that I see as far as like Trogdor, um, well, two things actually. So there is the, uh, Hold on one second. It is the uh, Trogdor, the board game, which uh, I'll get a little bit yeah. more into uh, in a second. Um, and then there was also an HTML game uh, that came out in 2018. And I think that's the latest thing to feature Trogdor, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I didn't know about Trogdor, the board game. My understanding is they had a Kickstarter for it and reading up on it like they had a goal of like seventy five thousand uh dollars and apparently they met that goal like within three days and so they yeah. were able to kind of fund the, the the game itself um yeah i had no idea that this game existed i was wandering around uh gen con in indianapolis in 2019 uh just kind of, you know, looking at games and stuff. And there was a, a person there uh, dressed up as a peasant. Um, they had the, the the robe and everything and all. And they uh, had a strong bad puppet. And they were demoing this game. And so I watched it and I was like, okay, I got to get this game. 
Um, do you <laughs> do you know much about this game before I kind of get into the the explanation? Like, what is your sort of experience with uh, with the board game? Have you have you played it before? Uh, I own it, but um, like I, I'm in a. <laughs> I'm in a board game group that is notoriously difficult to get to try new things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't really taken the time to really open it up or uh, learn to play it at this point. Und- um, understandable. Yeah. My issue is uh, I don't really have any IRL friends here uh, or in COVID aside, like I don't have a dedicated group to really play it with. I did get a chance to play it at Gen Con. Um, yeah, basically what it, it's a, it's a co-op game. Uh, so what's funny is if you really wanted to, and this is kind of sad, but if you really wanted to, you could play on your own. It's, it's technically a, oh, yeah. a single player game. Um, solo board games are becoming a lot more of a thing these yeah. days too. Like yeah. I, uh, I have a friend who, uh, who works for a local board game company here in Minneapolis and, uh, yeah, she designed a game um, similar that similarly you can play uh, by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, com- a campaign game uh, where you go through like missions after missions after missions and um, kind of gain experience and more items as you go. Yeah, that's how that's how uh, Dark Souls uh, the board game is set up too. Is I mean you can play with more people, uh, but it's essentially like the the concepts the same as you you play as one person. And yeah, you you gain experience. The, like the difficulty yeah. scales based on the number of players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, b- but Trogdor the board game is definitely fun. It's way more fun with more people. Uh, like I said, it's a co-op game. You uh play as uh basically the the keepers of Trogdor. Uh, and the goal is to get Trogdor to burninate the entire countryside as well as peasants. Uh, but there are several knights. Uh, that are capable of stopping you. Um, Trogdor has a certain amount of health. Um, there are difficulty settings, so you can make it as easy or as hard as you want. Um, it's basically, you set up the board, it's these uh, tiles that you set up, uh, and you can make it, like I said, you can make it as easy or as hard as you want it to, to be uh, to set up. And there's all these parameters and stuff, and I won't get into all that, but it's, it's a very fun co-op game that you can play with uh it's like one to six players uh it's very good it's available now as far as far as i know i I wonder if uh if anyone's gonna add it to tabletop simulator (laughs) i've been (laughs) using that basically as my my only way to play uh board games with more than just the people that live in my house right now nice nice yeah no they they definitely should because it's a good game it's a good game highly highly recommend it um yeah yeah um but i i love trogdor um definitely one of my favorite did you, did you play the uh the trogdor um game on the website very much um i played it a little bit i was interested it, it seems like it's more just like kind of like the the kind of game my understanding is like you just play it and get as big of a high score as you possibly can it's kind of just one oh, of yeah. those it, like it's a it's an old style arcade game yeah. basically yeah it's fun i like that uh i think uh Peasant's Quest does it for me a little bit more because it, it is like a more fully fleshed out uh, game in that sense. Yeah, uh, I was actually very impressed with the ability to cram that much game into a flash file. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is still bananas to me. Uh, I know one one of the brothers is quoted as saying that like Peasant's Quest is definitely one of the favorite things that they've done. Um, 
Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about kind of a little bit about the the overall like zeitgeist of Trogdor, especially like yeah within the sort of like er, earliest to mid aughts. I, I would say like from the time that the Strong Bad email came out, so like two thousand three to two thousand eight, two thousand nine, that seemed to be like the li- the sort of original like lifespan. Um, I know for me, I was definitely kind of caught up in it. Um, I, I joke, I half jokingly was like, you know what, when I'm old enough, I'm going to get a Trogdor tattoo and no one's going to stop me. I I haven't, (laughs) I haven't, uh, mind you, but, um, what was your sort of experience like kind of within that, that, that whole like Trogdor mania? Yeah. Like it's kind of, it's kind of hard to recall, um, I feel like, um, you know, I had, I definitely had friends who watched uh, the website. Mm-hmm. It was actually a, a friend of mine from, uh, from like grade school who initially sent me a message on AIM telling me to watch Homestar Runner uh, the summer after eighth grade. Um, nice. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, like a, as a, as a teenager who, only sort of got into social media towards the end of uh towards the end of like 2006 the beginning of 2007 mm-hmm. um i feel like uh the the trogdor uh like the the biggest trogdor meme potential i should say kind of uh happened when i wasn't really paying attention mm-hmm. um but and definitely the the use of the name Trogdor the Burninator in Buffy the Vampire Slayer happened while I wasn't watching that show. <laughs> I love that. I love. Yeah. I, see, I didn't know that. That's bananas to me uh, that they did that. But good good on Buffy for for doing that. <laughs> Shout out to Buffy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think for me it wasn't that I was like online. Like I certainly like I don't think I even had like like I had AIM, but. I wasn't like a part of social media. I didn't get a Facebook to like 2007, 2008. Um, oh yeah. And- the main way that I, that I, that I communicated with people before, you know, uh, Facebook and all that stuff took off was basically MSN, AM and Yahoo, mm-hmm. yep. Yahoo instant messenger. Yeah. I used all those. <laughs> and if it wasn't that it was the, uh, gorillas unofficial, uh, fan forum, uh, that oh I, man, I was you, you might have of. been on at the same. Excuse me, you might have been on at the same time as uh, one of uh, the one of my friends who uh, <laughs> I met on the Lemon Demon forum. Um, yeah, because they they were like really really into uh, the Gorillas fandom. It, at the same it is time. definitely possible. Uh, I I joined the year that it was. It was in two thousand five. So yeah, uh, it's <laughs> a little bit of backstory about about GU is it it was sort of an it was an offshoot of uh of the main gorillas uh, official message board uh a lot of members were feeling kind of jaded uh and so <laughs> they moved their community to gorillas unofficial which started out as a live journal news site yeah and then became a a, a fan forum from there so yeah that was that happens with every internet community <laughs> yeah. after too long i feel like yeah it's, it's def- like oh man there's too many people now and mm-hmm. they're not talking about the stuff that i want to talk about anymore <laughs> exactly exactly and that's how that's how it sort of uh worked out but it's as far as like other than that like i had a myspace but the no what nobody was talking about Trogdor in MySpace. Uh no. so it was kind of mostly limited to my friends and my friend group. Um and then I 
knew that it the song was in Guitar Hero 2 and that was basically the yeah. extent of it um as far there was as- a limousine mm-hmm. song in uh, guitar hero rocks the 80s as well oh really yeah oh. the, uh because it's midnight was <laughs> an uh a track on that one mm-hmm. didn't, didn't- the, the harmonics thing is just very interesting because you get like bands uh that were made up of people from harmonics like freeze pop yeah who got their music into those games because of that yeah um I was thinking about them the other the other day too. Uh they haven't really made anything since like the late like aughts. Uh I wonder if they're just mostly working yeah. on her- I think they're stuff. the last album of theirs that I remember came out in twenty ten. Wow. Ten years ago. Whew. Yeah. I don't want to think about that too much. Uh, <laughs> my birthday is next yeah. month and I turned thirty one and Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh thirty one's coming up for me this month. Yeah. Ugh. Uh that's you know what, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, um, Trogdor, definitely one of my highlights for me, um, on the Homestar Runner website, definitely not the only thing that I loved. I love pretty much everything. Uh, shout out to, uh, Teen Girl Squad. Um, definitely. And that's another thing that was one of my, my favorite, all time favorites, but yeah, Trogdor, love it. Live, laugh, love it. And that's, <laughs> that's all I have to say on, on Trogdor. Yeah. Um, do you have like, since we have a little bit of time left mm-hmm. uh do you have like any other like homestar anecdotes from when you were like first getting into the into the oh, site man. so okay so i uh funnily enough because like my sister and i um she's like four years older than me so a lot of people that i was in eighth grade she was pretty much done with high school and a lot of people that she hung out with uh, around this, uh, within this youth group were of her age. I don't remember the name of this guy, but he would often, um, do like a Homestar Runner voice. Uh, and I just <laughs> like, he did it almost like perfect. Like just the way that he did it. Um, he was like, oh, strong bad. And like, uh, but that's my <laughs> terrible impression. Uh, but yeah. he, he was really, really good at it. And so I always got a kick out of him doing that. Um, and, uh, just like a lot of like quotables just came out of it. I know like teen girl squad was like quoted a lot. Um, I, I think at the height of my obsession, like, I think I would check the website like at least once a day just to see if there was something new once I kind of, once I, I, yeah, once I kind of ran out of like, I had seen all the cartoons, I caught up on all the strong bad emails, um, you know, I would just go and visit at least once a day. Um, and sometimes I would, I would just watch stuff like over and over again, just because I was so thoroughly enter- entertained by, um, just the content that they, they put out. And, um, yeah, like there was other flash websites that you could go to, mm-hmm. but why would you? Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> like, yeah, Newgrounds was there, I guess, but like, yeah. The thing is, is like you could go watch all the stolen content on Ebombs World. Oh, oh my God, you sure could. That's the thing too, <laughs> is like with Ebombs World, God, like people really like frowned upon that. Um, I think, yeah, I think you brought this up, uh, in Discord earlier about like how like remember when people frowned upon people stealing content, and now it's <laughs> like the, um, it, it was either you or somebody brought this up. Uh, that was yeah. they were just like. 
But now it's just like people steal content all the time, and just repost it everywhere, and it's just like part of the yeah. sort like, of normal. Like uh, yeah, like Nine Gag is literally the same thing. <laughs> they they or iFunny. They just put their their watermark on it, and mm-hmm. and like it immediately loses the the context of the original creator. Yeah, which to me is so bananas to me because like if somebody already did something, like instead of reposting it to your fucking um instagram like that um i don't even i don't even remember the name of that instagram that people hate um but is it fuck jerry yeah fuck jerry that's what it is it's fuck (laughs) fuck jerry um who just like curates their stuff i just i don't understand like instead of doing that why don't you just you could just lift up the original creators you could just uh yeah just like post a screenshot and then link to it (laughs) yeah or just even like at the the bare minimum the bare minimum that some of these people don't even do it's just credit you could just credit people you could just credit them yeah for their their... and if you don't know if you don't know who did it then just don't post it (laughs) yeah or like yeah but people are lazy and they don't want to take the time to credit people or do their research and so yeah, I just I, I got it. I got it from Pinterest personally. <laughs> <laughs> I got it from my my 2004 uh, Pinterest <laughs> Flash cartoon mood board. Yeah, but yeah, like like you said, there there are other Flash sites, um, albino black sheep, Newgrounds, all yeah. all that stuff. But no, I didn't I didn't care about any of that. Uh, I I wanted to watch Homestar, and it's not necessarily because it was like wholesome content or anything like that. Um, Although I guess that certainly helped at the time when I was a practicing Christian boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it's just, yeah, I was so thoroughly entertained um, by what the, the brothers chap was doing and that I just, I, I loved, I loved Homestar. And now just eat, talking about it has me so nostalgic for it. Like I kind of just want to <laughs> dip back into the website cause it's, uh, I won't lie. It's it's been a while. Like even when they came back, I w- I I did go and watch like the first new, um, strong bad email because it was like oh shit like they're they're back. They haven't posted anything in like four or five years, and this is the first thing. And um, so like that was cool. But beyond that, I think for me, my attention span or maybe my interest not that it's waned necessarily, but it's I haven't really kept up with it to be honest. Like as as sort of a laps fan you know i haven't kept up with with homestar runner so what about what about you um uh have you like sort of like once they come back how, do you still keep up like what are what are your sort of like homestar runner like rituals like do you do you check yeah, the site like, daily i'm i'm subscribed to them on youtube uh i don't really go to the original site anymore mm-hmm. just because like the the flash site just doesn't look good on on modern uh on modern monitors anymore mm-hmm. um but yeah, like uh, anytime there's new content, I I don't like I, I don't like watch it immediately anymore. But I, I definitely still try to watch everything when it when it uh, uh, like pretty soon after it comes mm-hmm. out. Um, and I like follow the the strong bad actual Twitter account, and I think they might still have a, a Facebook uh, page that you can like. Um, yeah, like and. and I was while you were while you were talking uh, just now um, about like how you felt like 
this kind of intense fandom for Homestar Runner at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remembered, um, like, shortly after I started watching the show, uh, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but not in, like, the context of how I felt about it personally. Yeah. Um, the Brothers Chaps did an interview on the show Pulse on G4. Oh, whoa. Uh, whoa. And, and I was like, whoa, like <laughs> this thing that I have liked for a couple of months now is like legit now. And it's going to get all sorts of it's, everyone's going to like know this thing mm-hmm. that I know and it's going to like blow up. And it and, and it did. It's, I, I don't think it was because of that interview, but like. I, I'm sure that, like, the majority of people watching Pulse on G4 in 2004 <laughs> yeah. were, like, uh, you know, people who already watched Homestar Runner, but still, yeah. like, it, it, felt, it felt big that a, a web cartoon was getting any sort of mention on TV mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, that, and that's, that's crazy that, that, um, I, I'm sure that definitely helped. I, I also remember, like, them doing a lot of stuff with, uh, They Might Be Giants, uh specifically oh, yeah. the uh the Homestar Runner like puppet video the videos that they did with with that and yeah the puppet did, jams didn't limousine open up for they might be giants am i i don't know if i'm remembering that right or not but didn't they might have i think uh i think will may have um touched on that uh in the last episode that we did um because will like lives right near like the hope star runner epicenter in georgia oh wow and so like he uh got to go to like the limousine and sloshy show when they played oh, there shit. um yeah i i don't i don't remember if uh limousine opened for the MA giants it seems very likely that they would i know the 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 uh like strong bad and home star puppets sometimes made mm-hmm. uh like cameos during TMBG sets maybe uh, maybe back that's, in the the mid the mid aughts yeah maybe that's what I'm uh remembering is 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 maybe it was more the puppets and not maybe yeah the- and that and now they might be giants have puppets of themselves <laughs> called the the avatars of they and that is perfectly perfectly fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that kind of reminds me of the uh, in back in uh, it was around the time that Beck was touring the information, uh, and they had those stage puppets as well uh, on stage too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I rem- the the uh, the performance on Saturday Night Live of Clap Hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they like had uh, all the band members like doing like a stomp uh, rendition with like silverware and stuff at yes. a dinner table. Yeah, which yeah, is that was which, awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, one other thing I want to mention about those puppets is there is, and I cannot find it. I can't, I, I swear that this exists. I saw it. Um, it, it was Beck opening up for Radiohead and apparently these, <laughs> the puppets go and trash Radiohead's like hotel room. I distinctly remember, uh, the Beck puppet, uh, taking a picture <laughs> of Tom York, drawing an eye patch on him and then making him say the words, I'm a creep. And uh, <laughs> it's just like they they get into they trash the hotel room. They're like, oh, shit, we got to go play the show. And then they appear on stage and stuff. Um, I found a news article about it, but I there's no longer I can no longer find the video evidence of it. Um, but I just welcome to <laughs> welcome to strongen up something bad. <laughs> a limited event edition uh, <laughs> prestige podcast about Homestar Runner. Yeah. From noise space and noise space. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no, I just even talking about Homestar Runner, it's got me super nostalgic. Like, like I said, I want to, I definitely want to dig back in. I saw that they had a YouTube, so I definitely just, uh, subscribed to it. Um, so now at least that a lot of the back catalog stuff is back on YouTube. Uh, so yeah. like you, it's, it's, there's probably about like 80% of the website is on their official YouTube and other people, uh, over the years have uploaded the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that sucks because like, you know, on one hand, like it's good and it's bad because on one hand you want the brothers chap to get credit and they want the views and all that stuff. But on the other hand, like it's at least accessible so yeah you know like there's that <laughs> you I'll, don't you don't have to accept a security risk to watch this content <laughs> yeah um yeah so like yeah so it's it's good and bad but I'm, I'm glad that i'm glad that they're back i'm glad that they're like doing stuff on a fairly consistent basis it seems um albert it, it seems like it's more like during like holidays is when they kind of like to release stuff uh it's definitely yeah, not yeah how it was within its heyday but i'm i'm happy to see that homestar runner is still still around and that there's potential for like you know i remember as a 14 15 year old kid like watching the stuff and like maybe there's you know new 14 15 year old kids out there now who are just discovering homestar runner and like hope i you know i hope that they oh, yeah. get the same joy out of it that i did back uh you know 15 years ago so uh yeah. I feel like the I feel like the hiatus they went on mm-hmm. was almost kind of a product of the fact that um you know for a while their internet animation uh or even really like internet cartoons uh were not the cartoons that people were watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh and and also they they worked uh the brothers chaps did on other cartoons at the time. Yeah. Um and so I could I can definitely see like now that uh, now that like the majority of what people do with their time is uh, over the internet now mm-hmm. they they're like you know I think this is probably a good time to to bring this back yeah yeah and and um I also read that they like wanted to like do things like they towards the beginning of the hiatus they wanted to do things that were more viable as like they were starting like family families and, like having children and things like that and so i think that was another big push for them to kind of do other things and yeah i didn't realize that uh they worked on other cartoons and stuff and they still do to this day um yeah and so like i'm i'm glad that they're still out there getting steady work and and things that that nature but i I also am very glad that they're 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 still keeping the the homestar runner train uh going as well as they released those those strong bad um albums uh on to stream yeah on spotify yeah which is like i that came out of left field for me like i was not (laughs) expecting that at all and they just were just like all right here it is and so Here's every every piece of music from the website so far, which is it's very <laughs> including all of our our crappy like Casio keyboard jams that are like fifteen seconds yeah. long. Yeah, and it's 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 very beefy. Like, um, gra- <laughs> granted, you know, I'm looking at the track list, so it's like it's sixty songs for the first volume. Um, which granted, it's only thirty nine minutes, but that's still like <laughs> you know what I mean, like. The second one is also 60, 40 minutes. 
yeah. You know, so you have like a very sizable content of just of those three. Yeah, over the, over the course of the website, they made like m- they made all of these albums worth of material <laughs> and just had to put it all together. Yeah, and so I'm I'm glad to see that that also exists out within the world too. So like it's if I'm feeling particularly nostalgic about one particular song, I can you know just queue up these albums and like listen listen to that stuff. But oh man. Yeah, I feel like listening to the intro to Homestar Halloween Party today. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, Trogdor, Trogdor forever. Trogdor. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, so at this point, uh, I'll uh, let you talk a little bit about all the stuff that you've been uh, working on lately. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll I'll do my plugs. Uh, why not? Uh, I so you can follow my personal Twitter. It's at mutant standard. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram if you want. It's at the wizard of is. I also have a non-live radio show, uh, called the children's television workshop. Uh, it is a show where I either showcase specific artists or just kind of play, um, whatever kind of music I'm feeling at the time. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I don't. Uh, the latest episode was on ween with my good buddy hunts. Uh, you can find it. Uh, at mixcloud.com slash uh, cruel passage of time. Uh, you can also find it uh, that show on uh, Twitter at ctworkshop69. Um, <laughs> you can, uh, <laughs> I also have a uh, Nintendo centric video game podcast that I have recently revived uh, called New Nintendo Podcast XL. Um, Such a good name. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, my one of my original co-hosts who's no longer a part of the show but a very dear friend of mine uh we we both came up with that name and we just love it to death and um but the show is back uh before i i recently did an episode with um noise space affiliates uh gary uh of kid nation nation fame and uh TJ, aka Tyler, of also of Kid Nation Nation fame, but uh, is also on Rad Ish. Uh, both excellent shows that you should check out. Uh, they were on the latest episode of that. Um, we talked about Paper Mario. Had a really good time with them. Um, so yeah, you can it's find. It's cool how there's only it's cool how there's only one podcast called Kid Nation Nation. Yeah, uh, I there is only one Kid Nation podcast as far as I'm concerned. It's called Kid Nation Nation. Check it out. Um, they, uh, yeah, we talked about Paper Mario and had a really good time, uh, gonna do a new episode on that hopefully soon, uh, so, but you can follow all the details on that at, uh, New Nintendo Cast on, uh, Twitter, um, we also have an Instagram for that show as well, it's New Nintendo, uh, Podcast XL, I'm pretty sure, um, excuse me <laughs> you can and i think I, I mentioned that i wanted to come on and talk about mario kart 64 yes. at some point yes i would that's love definitely the nintendo game that i played the most yes i would certainly love to have you on that and maybe we should do that sooner rather than later uh because i don't yeah. know when the next episode i'm going to be doing i i have kind of a rough idea uh it's just a matter of getting people together to do it i have the guests lined up it's more of just finding a time to cool. record um spoilers i don't you can cut this if you want you don't have to but it's, it's on bioshock <laughs> but uh that's that's what we're gonna do uh next but uh i know i'm running a little long i do apologize there is one more thing i do want to plug <laughs> real quick uh i have recently started to ramp up uh doing music again 
Um, so I have a Twitter. It's uh, at Cave Point Music. Um, you can also find all my previous releases uh, as Burn, uh, which is B-R-N-N, which is like a play on my name, um, at uh, cavepoint.bandcamp.com. Uh, so uh, I can't really speak more on that, uh, but hopefully you'll hear some more stuff fairly soon uh but, yeah but that's that's all my plugs uh again i appreciate you let me take the time to plug that stuff yeah um i'm david you can follow me on twitter at at daves with three v's um he's not a landlord music he's <laughs> i'm not a landlord currently um <laughs> you uh speaking of music um i'm got i've got an album done and it's going to be coming out very soon um so keep an eye on uh spinningvoices.bandcamp.com um i've got a single out from it right now it's called very you're good. expected very very um, good and in the meantime while i'm waiting for the release date i'm just making some silly tunes and putting them up on soundcloud every once in a while uh the last one i did was uh this silly vaporwave track that took me about an hour to toss together um <laughs> just trying to you know keep my keep my creative uh juices alive yeah no uh, that's that's for sure uh yeah I, that's definitely the best way to do it i think um <laughs> a long time ago i did sort of not a vaporwave track necessarily but i did i slowed down uh <laughs> daft punk's get lucky uh and i <laughs> i had fun with that so no that's definitely a good it's time it's the sound of the <laughs> summer <laughs> <laughs> oh um and i've also got a uh a podcast called tuning fork uh which is about pitchfork media and uh how they can make or break bands careers um and you can also find that on uh noise space.xyz the podcast network that the stick is on um yeah and so uh until next time buy all our play sets and toys bye see you everybody <laughs>